Welcome to Mountain Mama's Misadventures, stories of mishap and adventure from women adventurers. Every woman has a story she can share, from the zany to the inspirational. Brought to you by Mountain Mama's, a nonprofit women's adventure organization. Women empowering women to adventure. My name is Emily Hacken, and I'm your host today. Deborah wants, needs to excuse herself, but she's out having fantastic adventures tonight as well. Um, we're really excited to have for our guest today, Angela Terry. She um, is going to be sharing with us some amazing stories of hiking the Appalachian Trail. So we're really excited about that. Um, she's originally born and raised in Springville, Utah, and born and raised? Born how, and raised. And then Payson, how did Payson get in there? Um, my husband was... He was raised in Monticello, mm -hmm. and Springville was too big of a town, <laughs> so we ended up in Payson. Oh, because you had time in Payson. Because it was far away enough from the big town that <laughs> he still felt country. I so. love it. So that's where you're living now. That, yes. It's true. It's kind of on the southern end of the valley, a little less... Yes, you still yes, smell suburban. the manure out there, yeah. so it's good. <laughs> I love it. And then you're married for 26 years. Yes. Did you guys have your silver last year? Would that be that silver anniversary? I'm a, this year is 27. Oh. So we're 26 and a half, technically. So you're like, that was a while back. Yeah. we. It was right before COVID hit, we went on a two-week cruise through the Panama Canal. Oh, my heck. So that's what we did for that's the 25th. That's another story. That was fun. That was fun. <laughs> that is so cool. And you've got four kids ranging from 16 to 22? Yes. Is that right? Yeah, you've got yep. older kids. I dream of that day. It's so nice. <laughs> it's so nice. <laughs> and then currently you're a substitute bus driver for the Nevo School District. And you, so the fun fact about you was that you answer to Orange. Yes, Orange is my trail name. I was going to say. So, yes. So, if you ever hear orange, does your ears just kind of like... It does. In fact, there's some neighbor kids that call me orange because they said, what's your name? And they didn't believe it, that it was orange. And everyone said, yes, it's orange. And so, they still call me orange to this day. They're like, hi, orange. And I love it. <laughs> I bet they love it. I love it. So. Do you want to tell us that story now or later? Why I'm called orange? Yeah. Actually, because I hiked during COVID times at the very beginning in 2020, mm -hmm. we had our own names because nobody was on the trail. Mm -hmm. We came up with our own name and my favorite color is orange. Oh. I am always in an orange beanie during the cold winters. <laughs> my pack is orange. She's wearing my, one now, by the way. Yes. I am. <laughs> I, my pack is orange. My sleeping bag is orange. My phone case is orange. My shirt that I hike in is orange. My socks are orange. <laughs> a lot of me. If I can get it in orange, I will. <laughs> That's awesome. So. Has it been that way your whole life? No. No, I just started picking up orange in the past couple, probably about 10 years, mm -hmm. because I find it a very happy color. True. For me. So That's it spoke true. to me. And then it can find your body easily. Yes. I am easily seen <laughs> in the woods. You know, you get the comment, it's not hunting season. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> They'll find me. They'll find me. <laughs> so you had mentioned, um, we were talking a little earlier on how you did the Appalachian Trail. So you didn't do it as one full hike. You did it as two separate hikes. And what was that called again when you split it up? It's called a lash. Mm -hmm. It's called a long ass section hike <laughs> is what they call it. And so I did in 2020, we went out during COVID in May. We started in May and... Nobody and who was is out they? There. Who are you out there with? Oh, they. My sister. Mm -hmm. So my sister and I went out there. And we started in May and went about six weeks. We did 450 And where did you start? Miles. From the bottom? You're going from, from the bottom. I'm going okay. north. 
starting at Springer Mountain. In Georgia, is that In right? Georgia. Yep. And we did not do the approach trail. Okay. So that's another 8.7 miles from the beginning at the arch, which my sister had already been to the arch and had already done the stairs. And I said, let me just start right at the top. Let me start at Springer. <laughs> I don't need to do the stairs. And that's what we did. So we started right at Springer and went north. Okay. And starting in May, so it's springtime there. Mm-hmm. I hear it's very wet. Like, what was it like? First off, what was it like hiking in COVID? Like, we were talking a little bit about, like, what's, what was that like? There, so during that time, the Appalachian Trail Conservatory, the ATC, they had, air quote, closed the trail. And you can't really close the trail. It's a public, it's on public lands. And the Congress technically has to close it. So a lot of people got off. They asked people to get off at the end of March. And they weren't going to let anybody on saying you can't get on. They had do not cross ropes across certain trailheads, that it was closed. They discouraged quite a bit. But we knew we could hike it no matter we could hike it no matter what. <laughs> like happy damn. So we're for it. like we'll hike it. If I have to go to Walmart here, I can go to Walmart, you know, in Atkins, Virginia. I can, you know, if I can do it at home, I could pretty much go shopping in Georgia, mm-hmm. and you could. And shuttles were very hush hush, so it was just kind of word of mouth what shuttles were running and who would come pick you up and take you into town mm-hmm. and what hostels were open. And so we just tried to, it was just kind of on the down low because yeah. they didn't want to get in trouble with their local governments, but they still had the love for those who were hiking on the trail. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's, so, and then you said it was a lot, lot less people, of course. Oh, yes. So right now you're looking at 50 people starting a day, 50 to 60 people starting a day and back when we were going, we were lucky if we saw five people in a day. Wow. And at shelters, we maybe would get three or four people. So it was very, very quiet trail. And it was difficult because people would stare at you because we were wearing masks on the trail. When we'd go in town, we wear our masks, but people would stare at us if they were crossing. Day hikers did not oh, like seeing right. us yeah, on yeah, the yeah. trail. They didn't. So COVID was made the trail a little different. It was very, very quiet. Yeah. Very quiet. Yeah. So. Did you have to reserve any of the cabin or the, yeah, the huts or anything? No. Yeah. You just kind of go for it. You could go, you could go to the shelters. The shelters are open to anybody. And so, but most of the time we did tents. Mm -hmm. We would tent it instead of being in the shelters. They said the privies were closed, but None of the privies were locked. We could Privy use being a bathroom. bathroom. Yep. 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 They were all, I mean, how do you close a three-sided open door <laughs> hole in the floor? You right. know, how do you close that? Honestly. <laughs> so, you know, there just really wasn't. We kept a lot of hand sanitizer with us. So we brought like two bottles of mini hand sanitizer with us and instead of normally just one. So then we made sure that we could get that. We always had made sure we had toilet paper with us because of the shortage of that. Mm-hmm. So... And why did you guys choose 2020 as your, was that kind of something you had already been planning and like, this is the year we're going to do it? Or did you do it because you're like, I knew, we knew the traffic was going to be low or? I'd been wanting to hike this for 10 years and my husband traveled for a living. We had four young kids at the time and he said, there is no way you're leaving. You can't. I travel for a living. Who's going to watch the kids? You're not taking them with you. 
So I said, okay, fine. I love that he even had to say that. Right, seriously. <laughs> he knows me too well. I'd be like, okay, because all my kids did have packs. All of them have like little off spray packs and, you know, they all had packs. <laughs> Go mom. We could do it. So I said, okay. And circumstances started happening at work where I got transferred into a different job and then COVID hit and they started releasing everybody in that section. I was working at uh, Brigham Young University at the time mm -hmm. and I got kind of furloughed. You oh. know, we're releasing, you're not fired, but you're not working either. And I said, fine, I don't really like this job anyway. I'm peacing out. And mm -hmm. so that was March 15th. And I was like, April 1st, I'm going. And then the ATC said, no, the trail's closed. And I decided, okay, we're just going to lay low for a month, see what's going on. I kept my eye on the boards, kept watching videos, see what people were doing, how mm -hmm. they were reacting. And where are these boards? Like, what were the ones you were watching? Facebook. Like, like an Appalachian Trail, is it just Appalachian Trail Facebook page? Um, they, yeah, they have a bunch of different ones, mm -hmm. like the year of 2020, 2022, I've got that one. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, they'll cool. you just kind of follow along and see what people were doing. I'm like, no, my sister's like, I'm not happy. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go with you. I was like, <laughs> bring it on. So we rented a car and drove out because plane flying was not kind of iffy at that point mm -hmm. and so we rented a car for can't get this now but for 68 dollars a day wow it was a bargain <laughs> and we drove out we stayed in iowa one night and then made it all the way to atlanta the next night oh my word two days drive. two days yeah oh, and did you take a day to rest before starting no the next morning we like, hit our go. shuttle and off we went Oh, my word. She's so, hardcore, too. So I've been waiting. Yes, I've been waiting 10 years to start this for the perfect time. And then, yeah. You're like, that was it. That was it. So, so I've yeah. heard in Georgia, like, it's wet and soggy. Like, what were your first few days, first week like? My first, so my fears on trail are bear, was bear. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm going to get eaten by a bear. I know I'm going to get eaten by a bear. And the first night was we had wind just blowing through the trees. And I thought, okay, the wind, I can't hear a bear come because it is so windy. And so I couldn't sleep because of the wind. And then I finally decided at two o'clock in the morning that it was the waves of the ocean. If you listen to wind, a lot of times it sounds like ocean waves. Yeah. And I love ocean waves. <laughs> love it. So I'm like, oh, listen to the ocean. And I went right to sleep. Nice. The second night, here's where the storms come in. So... We debated being in the shelter, and it was 70% chance of rain. And I said, that's pretty high. We should take the upper part of the shelter because there was a family of four in the bottom. And my sister said, no, we'll be fine. I'm like, okay. So we said it was going to come about 1230, about 1130. You start hitting the pattering of rain. And then you could hear, we were in this draw, and you could hear the storm just coming. Mm-hmm. And at 12, 1230, I am holding on to each trekking pole. I have a trekking pole tent and I've scooted everything into the center of my tent and I'm holding on to each trekking pole as the wind is blowing my tent almost down. Yes. And the wind is just blowing it and I can hear horizontal, you can hear branches 
breaking, sticks are flying, the rain is coming down, the lightning, the thunder is just on top of us, and I'm just sitting there singing songs to myself. <laughs> I'm gonna be okay. I'm gonna be okay. And so got up the next morning and we happened to t pitch our tent right where the water gushes down. So we just had mud and water no. underneath us. And I got out of my tent to go use the privy and there were like branches, limbs just all over the place. And I don't know how we did not get hit by branches falling or coming through the tents because we did not get hit at all. Oh my word. But that was... Hello, welcome to Georgia. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, yes, I, I've i never had a night like that again on trail, ever. Oh, really? Yeah. That was the worst night was on day trail. Two. Was day two. <laughs> yes. So what was it like getting your body acclimated to the trail? Like, like did you get, like you had mentioned, you'd had some blisters. Like, yeah. So, how, like, what was it? Just like, like that first week or first month, like, I know it takes a while to get adjusted. I am a slow starter. I am not a trainer. I am the worst at training for hikes. I'm like, the trail will train. <laughs> I'm still pretty bad at that. So I, I was that way. My sister prepared, prepared, and she says, I only get a week on you, and then you catch up to me very quickly on training. So food, I'm never hungry right off the bat. I just am not very hungry. I have to kind of force myself to eat. And then... Equipment-wise, I learned a lot the first month what to ditch, mm -hmm. what my feet needed. I had some orthotics in my shoes from my podiatrist, and I had Moab mids, mid-height Moabs. And Is that a sock? It's like a, a boot. Oh, it's a like boot. a boot. It's like a hiking boot. And I learned after about 100 miles, I ended up in Franklin, I had a couple of blisters. They Franklin, weren't big. Franklin, Tennessee, or North Carolina, uh -huh. Georgia. It's hundred miles in. I'm trying to think how far where that's at because it's been like two years. <laughs> anyway, it's a great little trail town, but there's a store called Outdoor Seventy Six in that place, and they love hikers. And there's a guy who owns it who's also a foot doctor scientist guy who knows feet and he will sit there and sit down with your feet and say okay this is what's working for you this is what's not working for you this is what needs to happen and because I was having arch problems I was having knee problems just and the blisters and he said okay so these are not the right shoes for you you need more of a trail runner you do not I said but I have weak ankles and he goes yeah these aren't going to save your ankles Really? Because the freeness of a trail runner will be so much better for your ankles because they can bounce back quicker. It will be so much better for your feet. And he goes, and you're in too small of a shoe. And you're in the wrong insert insert of your shoe. You're like, well, I thought everything was like, wrong. Of course. So, but being COVID, they didn't have shoes. The supplies weren't coming in. Mm -hmm. And so they didn't have any trail runners that I liked. And so I walked away with my same shoes that were a size, full size, too small, but with some new orthotics. Mm -hmm. And to this day, I wear the exact same orthotics. They work perfect. If I don't wear them, my knees start bothering me. Interesting. So perfect orthotics. I love them. I can get them off Amazon. And a little bit further down the trail in Gatlinburg, Tennessee, I ended up 
at a store and I bought me some trail runners, a size larger, some Hoka's. That's what they had. They only had one shoe in my size. Mm -hmm. That's what they had. And I took the Hoka's and I loved them. And after that, I didn't have any blister problems. I didn't have any problems with my feet as soon as I got in the right shoes. I also picked up some Injinji Toe sock liners. How do you spell that? Injinji, I-N-J-I-N-J-I. Injinji. Awesome. But they're toe sock liners and they're really, they separate your toes so they don't rub and there's no sweat getting in between the toes so they don't cause blisters. Oh, brilliant. And then you put darn tufts on top of those. And then you put them in your trail runners. That and have, Darn Tough is a sock. Yes, Darn okay. Tough socks. And then you put them in a nice trail runner and it has a wide toe box and you're set to go. Your feet can be free and breathe and you don't have those blisters. Oh, that's brilliant. So, yeah. But it took it took quite a few miles to figure out my feet that I wish I would have learned much earlier on. So. so what were the things that you did not need? Like you're saying, you ditched a lot in that first month. Um, like too many socks, too many stuff bags. I didn't need to separate everything out. You pack your fears and mm. you, you know, am I too much food? I am a big proponent of having too much food in my bag. It wasn't until I got to New Hampshire, Maine that I figured out my food. Like, <laughs> at honestly, the <laughs> at the end, people are looking at my resupply and they're like, how many days are you going out? I'm like, three. Like, why do you have so much food? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> but, you know, I, you pack your fears. Mm -hmm. And so that was one thing I was trying to learn how to take out half of the food that I didn't need. I have a hard time also just throwing away, you know, you had to buy a box of granola bars, but I only needed four of the granola bars. So that's money wasted. Right. So it just going up the, go in a hiker box. Mm -hmm. So is that just a hike, like a box somewhere to give to other hikers? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. They'll be at hotels. They'll be at hostels. They'll be at community centers a lot of times if you're at a hotel, you'll just say, hey, do you have a hiker box? And they're like, oh, yeah, it's over here. I didn't buy fuel this past year for I don't know how many months because I just used what was left in a hiker box because it was low on fuel. And I'm like, oh, I'm only going to be out for like four days. I'm right. sure this will last. Yeah, And it would last me, a, you know, another two weeks. So because I only <laughs> boiled water. So, yeah. What I, were you eating? What was like your staple for food? I... I don't like tuna fish. I don't like norsides. I learned that my first. Norsides? What's nor that? Norsides. They're a side dish like you can make in the microwave that is just in the grocery store. They have rice and pasta. Mm -hmm. It's got to like. Oh, nor with a K nor, N O R. -R. Yeah. Gotcha. Norsides. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I decided I don't like those very much. I got tired <laughs> of tuna fish. I love mountain house meals. I love Backpacker's that's, Pantry. I, 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 love, I love that's funny because I've been on expeditions and I will not touch Mountain House now for like a 10 foot fall. I've been so sick, but it wasn't, I'm sure it wasn't Mountain House. I was elevation sickness, but that's so funny. Yeah, no, I have. Everyone has their preferences. I have, I love their spaghetti. I could have their spaghetti like True. every couple days. The it's, pasta is good. It's really good pasta. I like Peak, Backpacker's Pantry. They had a pasta primavera that I think they discontinued that was so good. Mm. Love that one. But yeah, there's different brands that I, 
I like. I try. I can't have spicy stuff, so I don't, I kind of keep away from that. But So you were doing, what were you doing for breakfast? You woke up and... Like... Oatmeal. When I started in 2020, I would do oatmeal. Mm -hmm. When I ended last year in 2021, they were green belly good to go bars <laughs> that were a chunk. They were huge. They were brickish, but they had so much nutrients and I could just get up in the morning, pack up and eat that on the go. Oh, that's awesome. And so I just grab that and go with it. And then I'd have my juice. Carnation Instant Breakfast was a big one. I'd have that. A chocolate one of those mixed up with oatmeal. Sometimes I still do that. Just put that in a water bottle and shake it up and eat that mm -hmm. as I go along. So, yeah. Awesome. And then how about for lunch? What were you doing for lunch? Oh, this is where or my... were you just snacking along the way? No, I always stopped. We always had a 10.30 break, lunch, and then depending on how far miles we had left, sometimes we'd have like a 2.30 break. Mm -hmm. But my lunch, always peanut butter and honey on a tortilla. <laughs> always. And sometimes, you know, add in jerky. My treat I love taking were Starburst minis. They're like naked little tiny Starbursts. Uh-huh. Naked meaning they're not wrapped. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love those. I They're heavy, but I that's a treat for me. I'd have like a <laughs> handful of those and Mayo Drops. I live off of Mayo Drops, the electrolytes and the caffeine and just whatever treats I felt like packing. Mm -hmm. I didn't go to chocolate. Chocolate was not a go-to. Interesting. Skittles, I'd have Skittles. Sometimes I'd do a Snickers, but when I'd be at the store, I didn't want anything chocolate. So you were like, and then at dinner time you were doing the cooked meals, the prepped mm -hmm. meals. And then were you like resupplying every two, three days at a grocery store in a town? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was, yes. That wasn't pretty difficult to do. No. You didn't do no. the boxes or anything. No, I, I don't like doing the boxes. My sister did boxes this past time for her first stop, mm -hmm. her first drop in Damascus. And it didn't show up and it didn't show up uh, because the mail issues we were having this past right. year and they're going to small towns. And I had met the funniest guys, but they would keep wondering how I caught up to them because they'd end up in towns for two, three days waiting for their boxes to show up. Right. And... They're like, Orange, what are you doing here? And I'm like, just hiking along. And I'm like, how long you guys been here at this park? And they're like, oh, you know, a couple days, waiting for a package. You're like, so, no, thank little you. Early 20 somethings, just enjoying themselves. They were fun to watch. But yeah. <laughs> Not married. Don't have kids. Not married. No kids. <laughs> out of out of high school. You know, they're all good. So, they can take as long as they, they want. They were fun. They were fun. But yeah, they would take take a while because the packages were just having such a hard time getting to the small towns mm -hmm. so i'm a big proponent on just going as resupplying as you go yeah because there's so many resources on that so trip. many ridiculously it enough. is so easy to resupply <laughs> on that yeah so i doing those packages that overwhelms my mind yeah thinking okay and your choice in foods and what you want changes from resupply to resupply, other than my peanut butter and honey on tortillas. I, I don't know why. I still have a peanut butter and honey sandwich like once a week for lunch. I don't know why. <laughs> it's so funny. It's terrible. <laughs> you would think I'd grown out of it, but no. I so haven't. I have to ask you one more thing. Um, so um, how far did you get on that year of 2020 in the COVID year? So in the year of COVID, I had gotten 450 miles, which is about 20 miles south 
of Damascus. Mm-hmm. Damascus, what state Virginia. is that? Virginia. It's just barely on the southern border of Virginia. Mm-hmm. So we were hanging out in Tennessee. <laughs> Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Um, we were hanging out there. And I had gotten some news while we were hiking around a lake. It was great reception there. Fabulous reception. And the plan was to finish that year, to finish Katah, go to all the way you to were Katah. Go the full time, yeah. Yes. And I'd gotten news that one of my kids had been sexually assaulted. Oh. And I was on top of a mountainside and I couldn't help them. Yeah. What does a mom do? Like moms, mom guilt set in so quickly. What am I doing out here? Why am I doing this? I should be home with them. What? And and I called my husband just in a frantic. He'd actually had been helping us out a bit. He had brought the trailer out at the 1st of June with my son, and they were kind of following us along. Mm-hmm. And so he was already in Damascus. Oh, nice. And I said, babe, I've got to go home. Mm-hmm. You've got to get me an airplane ticket right now. Go out in the next two hours. And he's like, Ange calm down. You can't go right now. There's, you can't get an airline ticket. You need to relax and just calm down. And he finally talked me into just waiting. He'd pick me up at the next road crossing the next day. And we went into Damascus. He got a flight for me, but he couldn't get a decent price for a couple days. And so he's like, what's going to happen? It's, you know, it's happened. They're safe. They're home. And so at that point, I flew out and went home. And my sister drove down to Texas to be with her son mm-hmm. and her and their family. And I went home to go take care of my child and get them into counseling and Absolutely. things like that. So, Absolutely. So that's the reason why our, my trail ended so abruptly. Yeah. And the reason why... I wanted so badly to get back out the next year. Mm-hmm. I needed, for me, I needed to get back out there. Mm-hmm. And ironically, talking to my child about this, they said they wanted me to get out there because they didn't mm-hmm. want to be the cause of me not making my dream. Oh. And I was like, oh, oh, oh. oh. mom guilt again. <laughs> like, is that better a word? <laughs> right. Oh. So, so that, you know, that's what caused me to... In October, I told my husband, I said, I've got to go back out. He goes, I was expecting that. (laughs) So he knows you. He knows me well enough. So, yes. So in April of 2021, my sister and I headed right back out. And we're going to, I'm going to stop you. (laughs) (laughs) We knew this was going to be a two part. I for sure. I feel like I could talk to you for hours about every, I want to hear about every turn, but um, yes, we will probably say that for another day. But thank you so much, Angela, for sharing your stories with us today. And thank you listeners for joining us. Um, I almost wish that this was a radio show so they could call in and ask you their (laughs) million questions about everything. Um, But we're so grateful for to have you here today and and um, we're grateful for our listeners um, definitely tell a friend and subscribe and all that jazz and that's it for today's adventure join us next time and as always remember a woman's place is in the mountains <laughs> <laughs>